Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K R I S. A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. You know, JC, I probably should have repeated that about 37 times in yesterday's show, um, because I'm going to tell you what, uh, talking about the unconstitutionality of Trump's veto of the Senate, of the congressional resolution to remove us Uh, to remove our presence, I guess, from Yemen. Um, Man, I tell you what, that was probably the least shared show that we've done this year. (laughs) I'm I'm not kidding, man. The least shared show on this. No, no, no. Nobody wants to even comment on it. No. Uh, Yeah, well. Oh, that's better. That's a step forward. uh, No, it's not, man. I don't think so. Well, usually it's arguments. You know, while you're, whatever I don't know, while while we, why you're a liberal Democrat communist socialist pig, right? Because you said Trump did something wrong. <laughs> well, I guess so. Maybe... You didn't get that this time. You just got non-share. So that yeah. like people are progressing, like they graduated from kindergarten to first grade. So that's good. So I have a few. I mean, I I do have to shout out. There's a few comments out there. People saying, Christian, we so appreciate the way you guys bring the truth when it's not even popular. And uh, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm really excited that that we have we are building a really strong core. Oh, but here's of a- of Liberty Firsters out there. Yeah. It's just frustrating to me. You know, I I, I Can actually I give you another explanation. Well, I actually posted it again this morning because I thought maybe. All right, sort of like Al Green said, just in case y'all not hearing me, raise my your hand if you can hear me, right? So y'all, I, y'all I know post, I shared this, right? You know I shared this, right? Right. So maybe there's an algorithm problem going yeah. on there. Maybe YouTube's buffering you me. Maybe t- Twitter and Facebook are buffering me. So I shared it again today with the tagline. Don't be afraid of the truth, but of where the lies will take you. Yeah. And so <laughs> well, people, go look on it for may, yesterday's show. Here's another explanation. People may agree with you, but, you know, they just don't want to share another. Yeah. Like they figure, well, the left's doing enough to attack this guy for stuff he doesn't <laughs> deserve. I'm not going to pile on, even though I agree oh, with man. it and it's true. So they just, you know, just keep, just look the other way. Yeah, but then, then you have an integrity issue of a character issue. And so when, mm. yeah, I think so, because what people then, that's how you get to be labeled a, a Trump sycophant or yeah, something maybe, because you won't even say anything right. when, when he's not right. Maybe they're scared of the fans. 
Yeah, maybe they, they are. Don't, they don't want their hat knocked off or... <laughs> I ain't scared. Actually, that's the other side that does that. I ain't so. scared. I don't know. So the big news today, you can't get around it. I mean, I actually... By the way, just, let, me, okay, let me say this. Yeah, yeah, on go that, ahead. I'm that. sorry, I interrupted no, you. No, 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 you didn't. Yeah. I just... It's popped in my head because I said this right at the end of the other show, but I, this is thing that came up to me because I went and looked back at it more after we, after we were done. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the question that popped in my mind because Trump was... President Trump in general was, well, I'm going to say in general, he, it's been mixed, but I would say mm-hmm. he would he leaned more toward uh, a at least a non-hawk, if not anti-war, a non-hawk stance. So right. the question that popped in my mind when, when we finished that show yesterday was, who is threatening the president? Right? What is the, pre- like, he had to receive pressure. Because you've seen well, Okay, him, I wouldn't say threaten. I would say pressure. There's okay, got to be you, pressure. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're threaten. right. I'll, I'll buy the whole pressure thing. Threaten's I don't more know. provocative. So right, like. exactly. But, no, but seriously, we've seen that happen. He's done a couple things. Remember, he said, I'm going to withdraw troops here. And then a day later, well, we're going to leave, you know, 100 or 200. So, every time he tries to push against the military mm-hmm. establishment, they push back, and he, if he doesn't, now he, most time he hasn't outright overturned his stance, but he's, but right. he's adjusted it. He's altered right. it, modified mm-hmm. what he said. So there's some real intimidation going well, on. Well, I don't think anybody can deny the, the, the strength and the power and the influence of the military complex. They can t- I what, mean, he, I mean, somebody says, hey, you can be one of these drone strike victims, yeah, well, yeah, Mr. I, I, President. Yeah, JFK, I mean, I don't know what are they hello, telling. What are they you, telling this guy? Can you can you say JFK? Right? Yeah, because I mean, Trump. Seriously. I mean, Trump's not. It's not like Trump's. You know, I wouldn't say he's a dove. He's not like an ant, totally anti-war. No, 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 no. However, you know, he's but, not. I don't think Trump is naturally a hawk. When we've mm-hmm. listened to him just, you know, talking from his heart, he he is not happy about this. Never ending. Well, let me tell you why I, I think th- that. So it makes me wonder. That stems from you know his he's he's nationalistic. There's no no doubt about that. But he's a businessman. He he's a businessman. But I think what you're talking about is the heart issue, right? Because yeah. um, the Mueller report was issued today, and uh, what's interesting, what I found was interesting, was that the Mueller report was released publicly at the exact same time the president was holding a wounded warrior celebration really yes at the exact moment so we have a wounded warrior celebration at 11 a.m and the Mueller report is released to the public at the exact moment and I just but doesn't William Barr control that I mean in a sense who who, who schedules that I don't know That's I just odd. thought it was I thought it was very interesting because you know the and, way and, the and this, president likes to control the media, yeah. you know, narrative, the, the not narrative, but uh, the media cycle, or right, the news right. cycle. Right. That so, is really strange. So what has happened, I think, is maybe um, you, the heart issue, right? He's not hawkish, uh, but he is nationalistic. I think that he's not pro-war, but I think he's pro-defense. But the overriding heart issue... Well, he supports assault. He supports the, the troops. The, you know yeah, I mean? the overriding heart issue for him is his love for the American troops. Yeah. And that's why he's right. like, I want to bring them home for Christmas and we want to get them out of harm's way. It's all yeah. about the people that, that drives him and not necessarily the foreign politics. Yeah, we don't want to see more certainly dead not 
boys and girls. Yeah, yeah. So the Mueller report was issued today. I have not read it yet. It is public, but I do. How could you? It's 400 plus pages. 448 pages. Um, I, I have it right here. Let's see. The, the Mueller report, 448 pages on script. And um, I, I'm, I'm going to look over it. And I'm thinking I'm going to go through it at least, you know, try to scan through it for the weekend show. But nonetheless, um, we did listen to William Barr's address at 9.30 this morning. And I took some notes. And there's some things. And then, well, I listened to it on C-SPAN. And I like C-SPAN for two reasons. Number one, you don't have to listen to the ignoramuses from the MSN interrupting everything that's being said. Right. You get a clear, un- uninterrupted... Um, it's just the camera rolling. It's just the camera rolling. You Whoever's get to see the, po- the press speaking. questions and everything. And afterwards, you get to hear the people call in. Oh, yeah. So you get like a survey of the American population's take on this. So they have a a Republican line, a Democrat line, and an independent line. And that's almost my favorite part because of that. Yeah, that's why I like C-SPAN. I hate CNN. But I like C-SPAN because, again, it's the raw event. Are they the same people? Yeah, it's the same company. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, Hmm. yeah. Uh, so I can say I was on I, CNN because I've been on C-SPAN twice. No, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It's one <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's not yeah, the point I'm, here today. But I think they're the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, same company. But you get the raw event, right? And I like what you said, the call-in, because it's it's the American people. It's the population mm-hmm. giving their opinions. You don't have to listen to wow. a bunch of talking heads give their opinion. And they have lines for... Democrat, Republican, and JC, the American people are so deceived, though. Uh, Yeah, but you get to hear that. Well, I took notes from William Barr's speech, and he makes it very, very clear that it is a redacted version that's sent out, but it's very lightly redacted with four specific categories uh, on, on which are anything that's on an ongoing investigation is redacted. So they specifically mentioned Roger Stone. Yeah. Anything to do with on, Stone investigation. prosecution, I think, it particularly in, in particular. Yeah, said, right. Well, well right. Exactly. Said, so it's a Roger the prosecutors Stone. are handling that. Right. Um, complying with court orders. So there's been specific court orders. I think he said the only people outside the Department of Justice that have actually seen this are, is the intelligence community called Correct. And the IC. Yep. And so then the IC would have gone to the FISA courts and said, we need an order to make sure this gets redacted so we don't have any agents or methods of, of intelligence gathering Yeah, or, or something in regards to other prosecution or previous mm-hmm. litigation. I mean, right. a court order could be anything. And he also said anything that involved the private interests of third parties will be redacted. Yeah. Which is like, you know, something that... And he said their reputation and right, exactly. So their personal information and anything like that that. could do harm to someone who's not even involved. Well, who was not charged with a crime, right? So they they were part of the investigation in that they gave testimony or they described them doing some thing, some action. And so since they're not charged with a crime. You know, that stuff's not really... He said specifically several times, JC, that there are 
absolutely no redactions based on executive privilege. He said, we gave the White House legal counsel the opportunity to see the redacted version. And he said that, I mean, he he specifically enunciated the redacted version. No one has seen. No one has seen. The unredacted unredacted. except for the Department of Justice and the intelligence community. The people who put it together and the people who redacted it. And he said... uh, he said, so they saw the redacted and President Trump had the opportunity through precedent to establish certain redactions based on executive privilege. And Donald Trump chose not, not to, to, to redact anything at all. I tell you what, and William Barr's got this thing. He's running such a tight ship. If it leaks out, they're going to know exactly who leaked it. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. JC, I want to make sure we keep this tight because even though the media is propelling this like some big story, we actually have a big story I want to cover in the second half of the show. So Yeah, there's really to... nothing new in no, this. No, there's nothing new Everything at all. Everything Barr said, he already said at the hearing. He said no crime, no, oh, and the only, no crime has been committed, and the only possibility for a crime would be somebody that had conspired or coordinated the hack, and that there was absolutely no evidence of assistance by Trump or any American. Yeah. I, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, you said that or several times. any American. So, you know, I mean, I, the Democrats should be excited about that because he's saying, <laughs> look, we're not even saying yeah. that none, you guys were involved. None of y'all colluded either. None of you all colluded either, right? Not that we have evidence of yet. And it, and I and you're right. He he runs such a tight ship that it's absolutely amazing to me um the 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 Uh, press questions afterwards. So let me make this point because he actually made the point, JC, that we made when his letter came out. He said uh, there was there. The power of the investigation was to make a yes (laughs) or no answer only not to make a prosecutorial decision. Mueller did not. And he said Mueller did not leave the prosecutorial decision to Congress and that's not why we conduct an investigation so Congress can prosecute people. Yeah. That's the job of the Department he, of Justice. He gave he gave a civics lesson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I tweeted out, you know, I said, you know, Americans would do really well to get to really start understanding the criminal justice system if yeah, they want to yeah. talk in an educated way on this matter. And I would love to see Fox and and uh, you know, the mainstreams do that. You know, really talk Talk about it from a prosecutorial perspective. Well, the media members, including Fox, are not interested. We know that for a fact. And I'm sorry if they get mad at me saying this, but look at their look at their staff. They're full of attorneys. Yeah. They have attorneys that have shows. Yeah. So 
It's not like they're stupid. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. I mean, Greta Van Susteren, when the Trump uh, rallies were going on, said that it was confusing that that we, you know, how do you deal with somebody burning down donut shops? You know, they have a right to do that. But I suspect she would know the ins and outs of criminal procedure. I mean, she was a prosecutor or something like that. So, but that's the thing. These, like the Jesse Smollett thing, not to bring that up again, but it was obvious. But you just did? They didn't. Yeah, I mean anybody who right, understood right. criminal no, procedure no. and how things are prosecuted, they wouldn't be saying the stuff they're saying. And so the same thing with this. So yeah, so, it would help. Don't watch uh, CS, all this CSI stuff oh, and LA Law and all these all these shows. Oh, and now the new and one, now the new Jag, the Marine Jag okay. or whatever. Oh we're, my, we're tightening goodness. this up, JC. We yeah. get off. The so point don't here. watch that. <laughs> Bar on the real stuff. Silenced some very specific things right off the bat. Yeah. He said, I have no objection whatsoever. I am Mueller's boss. I mean, he was, Mueller did this report for me, right. not for Congress. I am Mueller's boss, mm-hmm. but I have no objections to Mueller testifying at all. He said that two dozen times at the hearing, mm-hmm. and they kept mm-hmm. asking him and badgering him. So mm-hmm. they're they're not listening to what he's saying. And they they want to spin he it. He also repeated else. that it was totally discretionary for him to release the report, which is something that has never happened before. Right. There has never been one of these uh, in- investigative reports released to the public, public, which was very interesting because it was he, released to Congress. However, right, right. Monica Lewinsky, the the Star report, right, was dumped, unredacted. Unre- I think it might have got out to the public, but it was dumped, it was unreacted, right. unredacted, which was which really. I think Ken Starr probably broke some laws. I'm sure he did. So anyway, we have this this lady reporter asks him, how do you respond to the unprecedented manner in which you are handling the release of this report and the accusations that you are covering for our president, uh, for the president? She didn't say our, she said for the president. And I totally loved the way he handled this. He said to her, has, has this ever happened before? And she said, no. He said, well, then I guess unprecedented is actually the accurate way to refer to this because I am doing something that has never happened before. And then he totally blew off her thing about covering for the president. Now, before Mm. we go to the break, I want to, we'll probably take two minutes in the next section. I want to say this because the manner in which uh, Barr handles himself and the precision by which he speaks these accusations that he is misrepresenting what is in the report, JC, as we go into this break, I want you to think about that. I, I, I can't wrap it's my brain. I, I can't wrap my brain around something like that. As arrogant men tear up our constitution, and from every direction we cry around. You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. So welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, wrapping up this thing on the Mueller report. The precision with which Barr speaks, the tightness by which he's handling this entire situation. I cannot even fathom 
the idea that he would take he would even take the step to misrepresent what the report says knowing that it's going to be released and he's going to be called on it the whole idea yeah. and now all the no, press is crazy. like oh this was just a a a, a, a thing to dictate the narrative it's, and change is, what people think this is and, sheer fantasy mm-hmm. i mean any anyone it's okay he's releasing the report number one it's not his report it's mueller right it's the one there the, the dems were all yay mueller go mueller do you think now mueller reports what he found and now you're against it Barr is releasing the report. Anybody can go and download it and read it. When you yes. talk so about the redactions. So my point is, is he's not, he's not going to misrepresent it because Congress is going to have it, and he knows these people have their agenda. He, he's not going to risk it himself no, like that. No, and, and here's the other thing. They're not his redactions. That's yeah. another thing he made clear. Yeah, they're not in, my redactions. This is Mueller, Mueller's team. They work with the mm-hmm. team, the, the attorneys. Uh, at the DOJ, which include Rod Rosenstein uh-huh. and the intelligence community, he said is he said it's their work. Period. And here's the other thing: not only it's not just simply redacted, so people get the idea as big black marker scribbling a bunch of stuff out, like like uh, uh, the knucklehead uh, showed on the TV at his hearing, Nadler, mm-hmm. a, a total idiot. But the, the did you hear him say the redactions? He listed the four categories of mm-hmm. what they refer to, and they're labeled. So not right. only you can see every redaction and you're going to know why it was redacted. You're going to be able to understand what, you know, what this is about. Yeah, and so, so I want to move on. I, I want to move on to the new story, the big story that we ought to really be talking about and it has to do with the Dem uh, controlled Senate. I just want to throw out there, though, Michael Cohen has said and tweeted, I'm going to fill in all the redactions for you. Yeah. So he's singing like a freaking canary because he it, wants to get out of prison. It's not going to make any difference. No. Is he telling that to Congress? He, he says, I will be ready to address the American people again to tell it all and tell it myself. Yeah, so, I, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. He will be breaking the law when he does that. He will open himself up to right. civil suits from all these people. Well, he's looking for prosecutorial favor, right? Yeah. So he knows that the, well, that's not gonna the pre- prosecutors are, are not for P- Trump. Well, so. those, here's, here's the thing, though. Those prosecutors can't give him immunity from civil lawsuits. No. He starts dropping names on all these people that, by law, must have their names right. protected Plus from this. Plus the court orders that have gone yeah. forward to so, think. So the big story we idiot. really need to be talking about is the House Democrats' resurgence of this net neutrality on steroids. Okay, you said House Democrats. I, I interpret this as... Republicans, yeah, well, yeah, and Democrats. Well, I'm saying joining together, right, to completely destroy the internet. Okay, point taken. Point taken. Uh, I, I, I mentioned House Democrats because the interview that we have is with Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. on a, a, a tech blog called Recode. Uh, I found it on Reason, actually. Right. So um, Reason referred back to the original interview on Recode. And so I went and pulled the text from this Recode interview with Nancy Pelosi. And I found it very interesting. You can see the the spoiled ire of Nancy Pelosi. So we start off with this interview, her her complaining about Donald Trump's tweets, but her complaining about Donald Trump getting away with this, right? Getting away with tweeting. With tweeting, right? Getting away with the language in which he tweets and the way he attacks people. She says, quote, this is Nancy Pelosi, 
uh, about the, the media. She says the media enables his abuse of people, of the president. He says all they want to talk about is how on earth he, he could do 50 tweets in 48 hours. I think the press is an enabler of him, and I think, on the other hand, that they are the best defense of him. The freedom of press is the guardian gates of our democracy. Now, I put that in there because it's very interesting how... How she interprets the meaning of freedom uh, exactly. of press. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she says he makes assaults the on them and they strengthen him by just talking about that. And that's what an authoritarian wants you to be talking about him, she says. I'm having difficulty because her grammar is a little weird. She says, even if they don't like what you're saying, if they're talking about him, they're not talking about us. So <laughs> I, I don't know what us, I think us meaning the media. No, I think she's. I don't know no, what she's saying. Yeah, I don't know. So, but maybe but she's the, mad that they're not talking about her. But I the don't implication know. and part of that is so she says the media enables him, which mm-hmm. which when she says freedom of the press, we know that she means that is the media. That's mm-hmm. the media for her. Right. Like regular people don't have freedom of right. speech. Right. 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 The media. So so then she's basically implying. Um, that the media needs to be punished or controlled in some way because of allowing or enabling, in other words, Donald Trump to be able to tweet. So make no mistake, everybody loves the conclusion of this Mueller report. Everybody does. Well, I'm going to say everybody, but it's bipartisan is what you mean. Because both the parties. Hawks love it. Yeah, both parties love it. The Hawks love it because it does it reestablishes the need for the Cold War against Russia, mm-hmm. right? And now these these speech regulators love it mm-hmm. because you have a conclusion that yes, the Russians did tamper with our elections through social media, mm-hmm. and so that's what this reason article then jumps to in the the the. The journalist asked her, so what are you guys going to do about all of this? The Recode article. Yeah, in the Recode article, the journalist asked Nancy Pelosi, we know the Russian interfered with the uh, uh, elections, so what are you... Through social media. Through social media. Trump's being abusive through social media. The press is enabling... Uh, right. His abuse and maybe enabling Russia to do this. Right. The tech companies are enabling all of it. Right. So what are you going to do so about it? So what are you going to do about it? And Nancy Pelosi says, well, you mentioned several countries and what they have said in the UK, as you know how they've said that the era of self-regulation of these companies is over. Yeah. So the companies, these private companies and their ability to self-monitor is over in America, right? So what are we going to do? She's, we, we are going to create uh, legislation on the federal level that is stronger than legislation on the state level that we're seeing she now she mentions california has gone through uh is passing state legislation Mm -hmm. and that uh that we're going to make sure that our federal laws are stronger than the state laws and that they don't weaken them and what's interesting she says 
is, is, is this next thing. Now she talks about the Communication Decency Act, Section 230. Oh, by the way, before you get, before yes. you leave the previous okay. one, the EU stuff that she was pointing to. Yes. This, that is massive. I mean, yes. they just issued, they've yes. issued several laws and regulations and control uh, over the internet and, and communication on the internet, yeah. copyright stuff, right. decency stuff, language. I mean, it's, it is massive. You're talking about, and, and they still have a little while for it to kick in. They, the, the companies have to write all these policies and start implementing this law. And, you're, and it's not only, it's not controlling, it's not just controlling the companies. It's controlling the companies, but it's talking about the users, not just, oh, yeah, that's, not just companies, but users as well. And that's exactly what Nancy Pelosi is getting at. And, and I'll just mention to you, since you, you sort of focused me in here, the, the the laws that she's referencing in this in this recode article from the EU and foreign countries, she's saying we need to do something like yep. that here. Right. We need that kind of heavy-handed regulation because the American people need reassurance that we, meaning Congress, yeah. are going to protect the election process well, they right? have so it. we have now like i said we have the excuse now yeah. because um necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedom right. it is the what argument of tyrants it is the is the creed of slaves right yeah. so we have uh, i forgot to mention in this article she always talking she's also talking about the tampering with the voting machines and mm -hmm. and the russians tampering with social media and so it's all this thing about people which totally resonates with the people who are now uh, screaming about the Electoral College and popular vote. And yeah, so they're it's, it's reading. It's all information control. I mean, yeah. they're, they're talking about total control of information flow. Right. And, and, you know, they get to decide what you hear, what you see, and what you say. Well, this is, this is, this is really what Nancy Pelosi is proposing in this Recode article is net neutrality on steroids, okay? So I don't even like calling it net neutrality because no, no, this, is, this, is actually, um, this is actually nothing but federal control of absolutely everything on the Internet. Now, she brings up the 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 communications decency act section 230 which um establishes an immunity for publishers okay so let me read this section 230 of the communications decency act of 1996 a common name for title 5 of the telecommunications act of 1996 is a piece of internet legislation that provides immunity from liability for providers and users of an interactive computer service who publish information provided by others. An immunity clause in the act states that no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information counter provider. So basically, we, we have learned- This is where the bipartisan support comes Right, from. so we have learned that our government interprets freedom of press that you are free if you if you publish something you've committed no criminal act i mean Barr even said that there's no criminal act for publishing the criminal act comes from stealing the information well this and this but this applies this also applies so in the internet context of so you have you have a service like facebook like mm -hmm. twitter 
Uh, back page is where this fan, this came in really lately. Uh, Craigslist, whatever. So you have that that web hosting mm-hmm. service, okay? Yeah. Somebody put something on that, right? Mm-hmm. You just find you just have a place where people right. can say stuff, put stuff, write stuff, do stuff, whatever. And if somebody does something bad, the the website is not the one that gets prosecuted. So that's their immunity from liability. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. This is our last segment, and we're dealing with what should be the really important story today, not the release of the Mueller report where we're not learning anything. And so uh, to finish up on what JC was saying, Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act actually establishes Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all these social medias as the publisher which means they are not they are not liable for your tweets for what you tweet and what you do because that's you that's so, not so, them so, so now, there's an immunity to the publishers so now they want to strip that out right and, yeah so and, look at what she says she says that section 230 of the communications decency act is a gift so it's a gift that it's a gift that you can't be prosecuted for something somebody else did. Right. That's a gift. Freedom from of the press. No, no, no. <laughs> Freedom of press, according to Nancy Pelosi, is a gift. Well, and two thirty is a gift, meaning right, but guilt that, by association. Right. Well, but actually, two thirty is simply an a, a codification of the principle of freedom of press. You cannot be prosecuted for what you. For what you publish uh, on behalf of somebody else, well, I it's think like it's due process yeah. as well. Like, I mean, you're ta- it to 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 say the opposite of that is guilt is right. kind of like guilt by association. Right. Like now you, look, you, the said laws on, are still, you said it on Twitter. Uh-huh. Like you said this bad stuff on Twitter. So then. Jack Dorsey right. ought to go to prison. Now, this is not a free-for-all, right? Because copyright laws are still intact. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have laws for um, slander and libel. I mean, you have all these laws that are not overridden by this. But there, there is a an immunity from government prosecution for what is released. And that's exactly what, what Assange should be dealing with. That's what uh, the reporter from the New York Times was dealing with in the 70s. Listen but to what she says. the bipartisan support comes in because yeah, both sides want it for different reasons. Right. She says, it's a gift to them, and I don't think that they are treating it with the respect that they should. And so I think that that, that could be a question mark and, and in jeopardy. When we come to 230, now this is Nancy Pelosi, you really get their attention but I don't think for that privilege of 230, there has to be a bigger sense of responsibility on it. And it's not out of question that it could be removed. I just want to repeat to everybody who's listening why this is so huge. Okay, I have said this for nine years. You let them talk enough. They will tell you exactly what they think. And especially now that people like Nancy Pelosi feel like they have a majority power, they're going to be really loose-tongued about what's going on. 
And they Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, Dick Durbin, Diane Feinstein have always said over the years that they believed that freedom of press was a privilege bestowed upon the people and the companies by Congress. And now we have Nancy Pelosi saying we're going to take it away if you don't play by our rules. Okay, but now also because Twitter sucks. Jack Dorsey sucks. Zuckerberg sucks. Mm -hmm. Now, this quote that you gave from Nancy Pelosi is also a quote from Ted Cruz of yes, Texas and Howley of Missouri. Yes. So now because uh, Twitter is a bad guy, Facebook's a bad guy, and they censor conservatives— Cruz said the basically the exact same thing. She's saying mm -hmm. they're they're not being they're not you know being decent. They're mm -hmm. not using it well, so we can take it away. Same thing What's, Cruz said. Uh -huh. if, if they're not going to use it like they should, right. and, and stop censoring mm -hmm. conservatives, we're going to take it away. So if you here's this is the thing we talk about. If you can create the right boogeyman, destroying fundamental rights will become bipartisan. And it's all about giving them the authority to define. Nancy Pelosi says, right now, big tech enjoys an immunity from liability on the assumption they would be neutral and fair. If they're not going to be neutral and fair, if they're going to be biased, we should repeal the immunity from liability so that they should be liable like the rest of us. That, that's Cruz. That's Cruz's quote. That's Cruz's that's quote? That's Ted Cruz oh, said sorry. That. That, that, was my... that was exactly... So I, I don't know. Well, she must have repeated it because it's in no, this. No, they're pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I mean, they basically are saying the same thing. Well, I don't know what, what is meant by the rest of us because you every private company is free to choose to not publish something, mm -hmm. much less free to choose to publish anything. So the rest of us are are, are free from this. And, and if you're, you know, not going to play by their definition of fair, then guess what happens?